Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mondays with Mindy. Christian, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. (laughs) I love how you take direction so well. And I take direction from you very well, I might add. You do. Today's episode features a conversation with one of my favorite voices to ever grace a stage. On top of being an insane musician Mm -hmm. and performer, he's also a prolific composer, lyricist, playwright, and truly just one of the most talented human beings on the planet. I'm, of course, speaking of my dear pal, Todd Almond. Todd was born and grew up in Nebraska, but quickly made his way to New York. In fact, with his theater work girlfriend, Todd took an album from his youth and turned it into a magnificent show about young gay love. Todd grew up gay among the farms and ranches of the state's western plains. And while he had wonderful family and friends, he often felt very alone. He channeled his gifts into a passion for the performing arts, which led him to the esteemed Cincinnati Conservatory of Music to study classical music. Still, he wasn't sure if he'd chosen the right path, trying to decide between his interests in theater and music, eventually his love of theater won out and he turned to acting, performing and writing for the stage and headed to New York full time. But Todd is also music and music is Todd Almond. Uh, Todd's original theater works include doing uh, the books, music and lyrics for The Odyssey, The Winter's Tale and The Tempest, all done at the Public Theater in New York City. Also Girlfriend and Kansas City Choir Boy, uh, which he co-starred with Courtney Love. Uh, for the Center Theater Group in Los Angeles. Other original shows have been put up at the Yale Repertory, uh, Lincoln Center, and Playwrights Horizon. As a performer and actor, Todd cast himself in all three productions of the public, Kansas City Choir Boy, of course, Stage Kiss, A Piece of Meat, Hedvig and the Angry Inch, and even an episode of Law & Order, of course. Of course. He's recorded a few solo albums and a couple of short films. And now you can understand why I use the word prolific. Todd is always creating and playing and composing and working on at least three or four projects at a time while arranging shows for his dear friends like Judy Kuhn and Laura Berlanti, who he performed with at Carnegie Hall last year. Incredible show. And he also made his PBS debut with Andrew Reynolds live from Lincoln Center. Last year, also finally saw Todd's Broadway debut of a show I first saw him in at the public, Girl from the North Country, which just opened at the Belasco Theater as COVID hit. I unabashedly have asserted that he would and still win a Tony for his outstanding performance. He's also happily married to the incredible force that is Mark Subius, and they and their very close friends uh, that are like family split their time between New York City and their house in Maine. Christian, he's a star, plain and simple, a musical genius. People need to know Todd Almond. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to introduce, and I should mention that he's out in one of his homes a little further from the city, so the internet is not as stellar as it typically is. We appreciate your understanding and the technology there, but ladies and gentlemen, the very multi-talented Todd Almond. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Todd. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, oh, my God. Good, good so, to see you. You as well, always. So if ever Christian and I wanted to talk to a creative of any kind, which we have had a variety of, yeah. you're always going to make my top 10 list there. Um, so we're going to start the podcast the way that we always do with my good, trusty Johnny Adler secrets canister. Christian and I kind of came up with these like 20 questions. So I randomly pull five and we kind of just do a deep dive in. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Should I be scared? Should I be scared? No. No. Oh, no. It's me and Christian. (laughs) Okay. Who is your favorite relative and why? 
who is my favorite relative and why? My favorite relative is my Aunt Kay. I grew up two blocks from my Aunt Kay uh, and her husband, Del, who's uh, sadly very sick right now. But um, mm. And they had three daughters who were about the exact same ages as my brothers and myself. And I don't know what it was and even what it continues to be, but my, my Aunt Kay and I will... A lot of time will pass when we don't speak to each other, but when we do, we fall. You know, some people you just fall into this yeah. eternal rhythm with, and I don't know why. And I, it's very special. We don't really talk ever, really. We don't talk that much, but when we do, we fall into this really comfortable space with each other. And I long for that space with her, and I've had it since I was a child with her. For whatever mm -hmm. reason, she just like gets me on a on a deep level, and we've never talked about it. And if she's listening to this, I've never said this to her. Um, I love that. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing, and I I think of her, and I want and I want to, you know, wish I could spend more time with her. She lives in a tiny town in Nebraska where I grew up, and uh, yeah, I love my Aunt Kay. Hmm. All right, hi one. Aunt Kay. <laughs> um. Todd, what assumptions do people make about you that are wrong? That I'm up to speed on Tiger King. I've never watched it. <laughs> I don't plan on watching it. I don't know the characters. I have no idea. Okay. May I say um, Christian Brescia? I introduce you to Todd Almond. Oh, my God. That is you the most so topically much. perfect question we've had answers so far. Yeah, okay. No idea. It's, what I'm no saying idea. is in the moment. It's perfect. This is so good for you. Uh, does okay. your life have a theme song? If so, what is it? And you must sing it. <laughs> I demand you sing it. Does my life have a theme song? The answer I, is right obviously now. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, my life has a theme song. And for some reason today, yes. I kept singing it. And I kept wishing all this, like, get out of my head, get out of my head, you're driving me crazy. And although I love this song, and I guess it's to my sweetheart, I'll, I just keep singing that song. Um, they don't know about us, oh. they've never heard of love, and I don't listen to the words they say that I don't know the words, but it's a catchy tune. And we just, yeah, it makes me think of my husband, and it's been in my head for Yay. yeah. I love Finally that. today, I was like, please, please get out of my head. I, but I'm glad it's not now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Um, yeah. And a hug and a hug to Mark for me, please. Yes. Um, what's your favorite place to travel to and why? Well, I have two answers. Right now, I'm at our house in Maine, which is on a little island called Vinyl Haven. And it has been my favorite place for years. Mark and I have been coming up here for over uh you know, I have like a dozen years and I think about it all year. And I know we're going to go up for a week. We're going to go up for maybe two weeks. If we're lucky three, I've been up here for one day and then had to go back to New York and, mm -hmm. and wait a year. Um, there's just something about it. It's a very special place. And we're here. We've been here for four months. Uh, and right. In your new like, home. In our new house that we just got in November. I mean, our timing was perfect. Yeah. Wow. Serendipitous to my, say the least. My other place is, and I don't know what this means. I'm a big believer in dreams, telling you things, like just trying to communicate with you. And um, 
there's a place, literally a place in my dreams that I go and I'm like, oh, I'm going to that place again. I'm going, I know that when I go down this road, it's like right over this hill and it's like a foreign country. It's like the most perfect magical place. And I'm like, oh, I'm going there right now. And then I wake up and I think, where, where is that place? And I, I've tried to find it on a map, but it's just like some, some like magic dream special place. And I know when I go there, in my dream that it is somehow telling me to be grateful for some sort of happiness that I'm feeling. Cause I feel so overwhelmed with gratitude that I get to go to the place. I get to go to that place over that little hill. I don't know. I don't know why I'm sharing that, but. And it's reoccurring. Wow. That's amazing. I know yeah, that's, kind of ma- that's magical in and of itself. It really is. It is. It is. Okay. Last one. Before we do the deep dive into creative process and all things Tony, like no. Tony, not award Tony, but to- oh, all right. Oh my God. Stop myself. Mindy. Uh, <laughs> Todd, if you could have dinner with any three people, who would they be? This is that question that I always feel like I'm supposed to, I should have thought of this beforehand because I know what's going to No, no, no. Cause we're asking them right now in this moment, in yeah. this moment, yeah. In this little bit of history, it's, you're not yeah. beholden. Forever. Um, it's tricky because do you want to do you want to have dinner with people that you admire, whose work that you admire? Right. I mean, I find myself circling around certain artists, and I wonder, wait, do I want to meet them? Because like when I go to the art museum, I don't necessarily like to read the bio or the yes. inspiration of this, right. this painting was inspired by because I feel like artists sometimes don't know what they've made and it, when talk, mm-hmm. you know and like talking about it can kind of and you want your own experience counter. yeah don't be influenced yeah, and you actually think like wait the the work of art is greater than you are artists like you were the you made it but it somehow transcended that so i don't know if it's um i don't know if it's artists oh it's such a hard question um okay tonight you and mark are making dinner who's coming okay tonight we're making dinner you know, we actually play this game with each other all the time. We'll say, <laughs> we'll say, we'll say, like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I invited someone to come stay with oh. us this week, and, <laughs> and she's 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 coming tomorrow, and she's going to be here for two weeks. And he'll be like, who is it? And I'm like, it's Kathy Battle or some some Amazing. random person. Um, uh, 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 okay, we are having dinner, and well. Andrew Scott, just because he's so maybe cute boys. Maybe that's the way to do it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Maybe cute boys. I saw, I was watching, I was online today and I saw Trevor Noah and I was like, Trevor Noah is looking so cute in this quarantine oh, yes. moment. Yeah. He, and having like, a moment. Facial hair yeah. and having a <laughs> moment, but like, it's like, I never really nice. had eyes for Trevor Noah before today. So nice like, accent Trevor too. Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, um, and and Bjork. So how about that? <gasps> I love Ooh. that. Andrew Scott, Trevor Noah, and Bjork. Okay, that's a dinner table. I'd like to be a fly in the wall for Me sure yeah. on that one. That's fun. a goodie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd bug that room. I promise I wouldn't judge, but yeah. obviously I'm judging. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, you being so multi-talented, meaning I know that at times you have a story in your mind and you need to get it down and then you want to put music to it but what is your creative process as you want to define it um do you sit down and play every day do you write every day what's if a student were to ask you and you were on some kind of panel 
and, and someone asked you about your creative process, how would you answer? I would say my, it's equal parts, um, it's equal parts like just rolling up your sleeves and doing it and just like forcing yourself to, to keep writing, but also letting a lot of time pass if you can. I have found mm. for myself, I will know what I'm writing or what I'm working on is wrong, 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 wrong. But I'll just keep doing it anyway. I, I, I need to just keep at it. And then if I can, let it bake for as long as possible, a month, yeah. a year. I mean, like, I, I find that that is an invaluable um, step. And luckily, I work in theater where time is <laughs> problematically right. uh, long. I mean, you really hey, you really do have to wait a long time. But but you also also tend to you, you do also tend to have like three or four things going at the same time um, so yes. that you can kind of pass yes, yes. when inspiration or whatever just the, your work ethic at that moment yes. you you can kind of change yeah i'm in an interesting place right now uh during the during the quarantine where um i have about four projects that i'm writing on and one of them i'm the book writer for and one of them i'm writing music for and one of them i'm writing everything for and one of them i'm writing something that i'm also going to be in and so i have been able to divide up my days and say well um, I can, I, I'm pretty good to it, like assigning, giving myself homework and saying, well, tomorrow I yeah. need to get this done. So I'm going to work on that. If, you know, it, I, I might fail, I may sit down and just completely blow it and, and get nothing right. It is really helpful to have several things to work on. That's another bit of advice. Like don't put all of your, don't try to get everything into one piece. You're, mm. ne it's never going to happen and you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're going to stop because you're going to think that you're failing. Yeah. What what inspires you um, and what is inspiring to you right in this moment, which is a very challenging time to actually be inspired? Um, maybe. I don't know. It's such a beautiful moment to listen to other people's very specific stories and to, mm -hmm. you know, I think writers can get fixated on one topic and a lot of times that one topic is oneself. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're Peter Morgan and you write <laughs> incessantly about the royal family. You know, it's like I'm just going to keep writing about the Queen right. of England for whatever. Reason. Right. Um, but it's really nice in this moment to force yourself to stop and listen and just um, let someone else's story move you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I find for me I, in what I do, other performances inspire me watching other people do what they do whether it yeah. even sometimes a sporting event a live sporting event i'm i'm so moved Same. you know i love going to sporting events yeah anything live whatever that means yeah. mm -hmm. um, for yeah. me is very inspiring to me when someone you you actually see in the moment doing what they love doing and that they're superb in doing it my friend santino took me to ufc fights which i thought there's wow. no way no, that's like the hardcore, like people getting bloody. <laughs> yes, Todd. I was actually there. I was I was at UFC fights in great, like right, my friend Santino's in that world, the trainer, and he's a brilliant guy. And he uh, he invited me to come with him. And we were right down amongst all the fighters and just like hanging out. And we were there the night when, I can't believe I'm even going to say his name, when Donald Trump came. Do you, do you remember that in the news? Maybe like seven or eight months ago when he I came. Do to UFC and and there was a big debate whether people were booing more or cheering more right when he walked 
when he walked yes. in. I added my voice to one particular side of that. Yes, I bet um, you did. Thank you for playing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, the point was, it was a very moving experience watching UFC fights. And I was surprised that I was, not, I mean, maybe not crying, but that same sensation yeah. of crying, watching people. Moved. Very moved because it is an intense skill that you know, you know, you could see the pain and the agony and the the um, humility building up. Yeah. How and preparation it is to preparation yeah. to arrive at that moment, and then whatever happens, whether you win or you are yeah. so beaten and bloodied that you are knocked out, that the next day you're going to do it again. You're going to just like go back to the gym. And keep yeah, it, it's like the current day gladiator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that and that it seemed even though it was so violent, there was um, respect for the other fighter. Even if it, even mm -hmm. if there was a lot of bravado and performative, um, yeah. you know, there was all this like posturing, there was still respect right. for the other side, and they yeah. shook hands. And, yeah. So, um, not to be tangential, Trudy, but you know, yeah. that's part of who I am. Um, <laughs> What week were you in performances at the Belasco with Girl from the North Country? Because I know you had had the open, and I know, but yeah. I mean, it was it was not long before. When, when was your last show? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember before, the, very, before very COVID. Well. We we opened. We had a month of previews, right? And then we we officially opened on a Thursday. Okay. And then that weekend we made the cast recording. And then you did. Yeah. So we went, yeah. So Thursday show, Friday, Saturday, recording Sunday, Monday, and then on Wednesday, that was the last day. So oh we, we did six official performances and then closed. Wow. But but recorded we the, the album. We were lucky. We yeah, yeah, yeah. We were lucky. Because six, the musical six, they were getting ready to perform their opening night performance when the when yeah. the like Oh, yeah, now, they were like putting their costumes on, I think. Now, is, wow. do you you may not know the answer to this. And, and rumors, at least here, are, you know, that that, you know, not till January, if that. But everybody's shooting towards January. But is there going to be a backup in theaters? I mean, are you guys going to get to go right back or have as the theater contracted for a new show? Like, how is that going to work? Do you even know anything? What do you know? I, Give it to me. I, I mean, you know, I know it's a rumor. I know. No, don't don't break a confidence because I know you have inside scoop. But I but I, I just I, meant I what you can it. share to the audiences. What I what our producers have told us as a mm -hmm. cast is that we're Girl from the North Country is coming back. Whenever Broadway opens again, it's coming back. Great. But I don't. But nobody knows when that really is. I mean, right. I know. some people are saying January. Some people are saying not to the spring. And then some. I've heard through the rumor mills, and not. Uh, I don't actually have any information here. I've heard through rumor mills that right. some shows will open in March, but some won't open until the following fall. Or you know, and ultimately, right. I don't think anybody knows anything. I mean, no, yeah. and I think like television and film too. A lot of things are just going to be scrapped or tabled for a while. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. know, I know it's going to be different for every show, but I'm excited because as you know, when uh, I was able to see your insane performance and in the play at the public, I told you backstage that you would be winning a Tony and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> and I'm allowed to say it and you're allowed to not have a reaction, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, 
coming, coming, but like, this is it. This is it, Todd, without question. It's, it's, it's a showstopper. And I encourage everyone once we are able to go back and sit in those seats to go catch girl from North country. Okay. That was an aside. So, um, Yes, you have told me that you have all these other shows that you are doing, but do you, um, I know that you take days off, but what are the the hobby? What do you like to do to decompress or to unplug or just live your life as Todd? Well, I'm a pretty introverted guy. My husband is, (laughs) is a social butterfly. He sort of becomes the mayor of whatever space we inhabit. (laughs) I I understand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so uh it actually you know kind of being forced to stay at home is not my least favorite thing in the world i um i like to read i don't know i have like a stack i carry giant stacks of books with me and i'm like i'm gonna read these books before the summer's over so i'm doing a lot of that i'm gardening for the first time in my life oh put, um yeah i'll send you a picture we put we built these or we had somebody build these beautiful raised garden boxes yeah in our, yeah so i've been every day wandering out and like cutting lettuce and making salads and watering the flowers wow. and we planted some trees and yeah this yeah. is so new. listen you know at beekman 1802 ever. like i turn into a farm girl so i'm all i'm yeah. all for it yeah i'm really impressed right and I need to FaceTime you more and say, what do I do? Because I know you'll have the answer. You I have a very oh. black thumb, so don't bother <laughs> consulting me. It will be dead. Yeah. I literally have Christian, a drive have stick. plants in your house? I, well, yeah. yes, because my boyfriend is very, very good at cultivating <laughs> things that grow and live. And I pretty much literally have a giant stick of manzanita because I went to the store and finally was like, I'm spending so much money and they're all dying. And they're like, have you considered a dead tree? I was like, is that a thing? <laughs> It's a thing. Interesting. And that's what I have a dead tree. <laughs> well, apparently I look the part because I was out there one day spraying things and offering people kale if they wanted it. And we had a friend over and she said, oh, Todd, Amazing. he grew up on a farm in Nebraska. And Mark goes, no, he has no idea. <laughs> but you are an actor. But you are an actor. Yeah. And we perpetrate the fraud like nobody's business. Not yeah. even fraud. We just, yeah. we live it. It's, yeah. it's, and so it shall be. Yeah. Yeah, I was exactly. Yeah, I put the right hat on. You put the right hat yeah. on and you're a gardener. Listen, <laughs> wardrobe is key. Um, <laughs> you brought up growing up in a, Nebraska, yes. But does your, yeah. you know, where you grew up and, and whom you grew up around, did that help create your aesthetic or it has nothing to do with your aesthetic at all? I was thinking of this the other day. I had a very good friend who's still a very good friend. In fact, you met her in Cincinnati. You met my friend Shannon. She now lives in Cincinnati. Yes. Um, Where you yes. were doing so Hedvig. She, Sorry, I have to drop yes. a plug. Yes. Okay. Right. And she and I uh, were, I mean, kind of like almost cliche. We were kind of like the nerdy <laughs> outsiders in our tiny little town. Or I don't know. Like I was the gay kid and she was the like, smart speech and debate girl and we were mm-hmm. painting sets for the theater you know like just that you get you yeah. get the idea but yeah. um i would say the way that my hometown influenced me is that everybody's really nice and kind i mean it, it's mm-hmm. kind of like sweet and so the good side but of that earnest, is like i sort of right? I grew up around people earnest yeah, right but I yeah I grew up around people being very nice, which I feel like is a quality I tried to pick up. But the bad side of that is is that there's a lot of um 
passive aggression around that. So like that, you know, the flip side mm. of that is like not asking for what you want, but then sort of assuming that people are just going to pick up on what you want, but you yeah. never said what you wanted. Right. And then you have no re reason to be resentful, but it's your own fault. Ah, it's a whole thing. We should I can ask my therapist, but um, no, it's ringing but, a very familiar <laughs> tune in my life. Yes. I know, you know that song. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say, but I would say what's really carried through is the, the kind of bond that Shannon and I created with each other and feeling like we could be creative in spite of a lot of adversity we were facing or, you know, I don't know. I, so I, I, I do, I feel like I'm grateful where I came from. Uh, and it definitely, I feel Midwestern. I feel like I can't shake it. I can't shake the Midwestern. <laughs> no, but you are also so such intrinsically a New Yorker. Um, I just have to say, I yeah, I mean, you, yeah. yeah. When I think of you, I know where you're from and I know your background, but you're a New Yorker for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, are you guys planning on heading back into the city anytime soon now that L.A. has taken the place of the number one place that we're all where we were in March? I mean, but New York has finally opened up. Um, are you guys planning on going back to the city or have you sort of just said, you know, tell we're, tell we're needed? Well, it's until we're needed. I mean, we we've been talking about staying up here for as long as we need but there's something that might be taking me back to the city which i can't say what it is because it hasn't been um <gasps> okay announced, but i'm gonna i'm gonna text it to you i'm gonna text you right now oh I'm my god i'm so excited do you have your phone on okay is it something <laughs> that i think on? i know well while you're doing that i'll just give our our audience uh a little business and remind them to head to mondayswithmindy.com to check out the podcast. You can connect to it on every major podcast player, every major network, as well as see show notes about our guest, Todd. Uh, you will also be able to find a connection to our YouTube if you'd like to watch the episode. Uh, if you do watch it, please subscribe, hit the thumbs up, uh, give us a comment. We're always reading those and we're always appreciative of those. And I also wanted to say that- um, And Christian? Yes. Now, yes. Will you, will you surprise Todd with our surprise? Yes. yes. Today's episode uh, is actually sponsored by ToddAlmond.com, where you will be able to listen to numerous songs and perhaps understand why we both believe Todd's songs and voice are simply the best. We need everyone to listen to the magnificent stylings and the sublime composer, lyricist, and performer. So we encourage you to head to ToddAlmond.com. We'll also have that link on the website under the show notes so you can connect there if you can't remember it or just want a quick oh link. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> of course. And, and we you. just keep giving Aww. we just keep giving uh oh my god okay so i you just texted me that and i'm i'm gonna poop in my pants okay um oh my god Exciting you understand <laughs> i wish i could, you don't no it's fine you do loud, understand like set visit will be happening like i i'm coming yeah. uh in more ways than one yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. um yeah. and i would poop yeah. in my pants if i was wearing them i literally haven't put pants on in days okay <laughs> Maybe TMI, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, looking back, so we might go back for that. We might go yeah, back that would that. be if, that would if, be worth going happens. back for. Yeah. I I have fingers yeah. crossed and rubbing yeah. a Buddha belly and lighting a candle and everything Thank I need you. to do for you. What if? And I know there's many because we all have failures or whatever you disappointments. It doesn't have to be failing, but yeah. what is one that yeah. sticks out yeah. to you that after it you came out of it? which most of them are, you sort of got a different brass ring or something, but is there one that you can share um, to sort of motivate all of us? There was a, there was a year, you know, things can line up in a really exciting way or in a 
not so exciting way, but sometimes they line up and you think, oh my God, this is happening and this and then this, and it's going to be the greatest year of my life and it's going to change everything. Yeah. Um, I had, oh, I'm actually thinking of two different examples. Maybe I'll tell you both. But, th- but there was this one year, this was maybe a decade ago, where I had like three big shows that I had written. And they were, for whatever reason, they all lined up and they were all happening. And, uh, and two of them were, one was in New York city and one was in at Yale rep. And so they were near enough to New York city where it was going to be reviewed by the big papers. And both of those shows in New York were like trashed. Like we got the worst possible reviews. People hated them. And after the first one, I was really disappointed. And then I was excited about the second show and that it was even worse. And I remember running outside. Oh my God. I remember Uh. walking outside into Tompkins Square Park. I was living in the East Village and just, I needed to breathe and it just started pouring rain. And I thought that it was so over the top. I was crying in Tompkins Square Park in pouring rain because my name was Mud in the New York Times. Oh my goodness! Twice. For the second time, for the second time in like two months, and uh, that was a very low point. Um, but that I actually learned so much, and actually I don't actually think that they they were wrong. Is the is the beautiful thing that I learned? I mean, it was it wasn't like I. Now, when I look back, I don't think, oh, it was so unjust. In, in Those shows were brilliant, and they should have been praised. Right. But uh, I. I don't think they were wrong. I think they were flawed and problematic, but it forced me to really look at those pieces and figure out where I'd gone wrong. And in both instances, it was like, I didn't work hard enough. I didn't push myself. I wasn't Mm. true to what I set out to do. I compromised a million times. I didn't stand Mm. my ground. I didn't push myself. I didn't, you know, there was like, there were a lot of things I learned from each of those, but at the time it was really depressing. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do and then they both died and you know in the theater in the theater world you really rely on the next chance because it's not like a film where it's done or it's not like a novel where it's done like theater is a living thing and you realize okay i've made all these mistakes but in the next production it's gonna i'm gonna change it and then both but both of those shows really died i mean they were never seen again so um that was tough and then another moment where i feel like i I did stand up for myself was I was dating this guy and I'd been working on shows with this theater company and, and uh, we did a big show and I thought, again, I was going to change everything. I'm gonna, <laughs> this is, this is the launching moment. And of course it, it was, that show was really good, but it didn't really, nothing happened. Uh, and this guy I was dating said, um, you know, this theater thing isn't really working out for you. Did <sighs> you ever think about trying something else? Ouch. Wow, and it was was really painful, and I yeah. was broke, and I didn't have anything on the horizon, yeah. and I, you know, and I could have said, I, I could have said, yes, you're correct, I'm going to change, but I didn't, and I broke up with him, and yes, I, you know, I, I a little tiny crumb came my way, and I took it, mm-hmm. and that, that led to a bunch of changes. Yeah. I mean. I love that story because while I relate to all of them, but that specifically, I've been asked numerous times and it's one of those things where my answer has always been, I don't want to do anything else. You know, I'm not the kind of actor that I can't do anything else. That's not how I was raised and that's not in my DNA, but I don't want to do anything else. And I just think if you start to tell the universe that you're into something else, that's what will 
be given to you. And I have just been very steadfast to, by the way, to the painful observation of people around me, right? It's very hard to be a relative or friend of an artist who has, you know, breaks, whatever you want to call them, right? It's right. it's Struggles. much yeah. easier to say to them, do you want to do something else? So I really identify with that, Todd. It's a, it is a kind of business where people who aren't in it don't appreciate or don't, <sighs> don't, sympathize with that feeling because they don't right. or they don't empathize with it because they don't experience it but it is a painful yeah. yes it is a painful feeling of people saying also, you know what I are mean, you what are you working on and your answer is nothing and right. you, and, and like that hurts myself right. also yeah. i mean you are a creator of your but something my family has always had an incredibly hard time emotionally with is the fact that working and and you and I both share and I, most people we know share a work ethic, healthy, you know, that it's so subjective. It's not up to us. There's so many tiers of first trying to get in and then this person says yes and this person has to say yes. And then ultimately this person has to say yes and then maybe you get it. You know, it's like to oh try God. and have the temperament and for me to keep my nature of optimism and creativity, which I know we share, I think it's one of the reasons I fell yeah. madly in love with you, is the it, it's I'm excited by life. Even in this moment, there is a, a yeah. sense of what's next that I find very exciting and optimistic. Well, and you're so good at you then produce or you help people, re- you know, like you're, you're so good at, yeah. at channeling your positive creative impulses into actual work and so like you know you're a lot of actors would sit still and sit on their hands or you know not know what to do but you are like always working and always making things and always i love that about you thank you ditto ditto am i allowed are you allowed to talk about just since the documentary uh aired are you allowed to talk about that project that you know what i'm saying about (laughs) i i I can say i can say that i think it's okay for me to say that david foster and i are working on i exhaled yes something yeah yes Um, okay good we haven't he's talked about it he's talked about it in the press yes he has Um, uh, many times by the way yeah yeah like it's this thing like like everything else be damned this is on my list of number one thing i want to put my energy towards he's made that incredibly clear yeah, yeah. And so obviously it's theater and which is yeah. now we just kind of hit this. We were supposed to do a huge workshop this summer. It was on the books. It was going to be our big, 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 like invite everyone. We're doing it. Um, but the good news about that is we feel like we're in a place where we can we can share it and we're ready to good. we're ready to share it. Oh, good. But I don't know what that looks like now. Um, sure. I, I am always kind of wowed. I, you know, as introverted as you are and very, um, what's, what's interesting is your world is huge and tiny at the same time. You have a very close group of yeah. friends and family. You, you know, you live yeah. that way. It's your comfort zone, but you're also, um, obviously part of a huge, huge community. How many incredible people you get to work with, you know, it, I get green with envy, except that I know you. So all I am is thrilled for you. The envy kind of goes out the window. Cause I'm not a six foot five tall white man, but you know, <laughs> that has your talent, but um, it it is kind of uh, amazing. Do you ever step back, Todd, in moments of reflection and pinch yourself? Yeah. And I know the yeah. best is yet to come. We all know this. We live in that, but I mean, really it's, do you do that? I really, do, you, do you allow yourself? I really do. I do. I mean, I, I, I think of all uh, like moving to New York and this, this, 
there's a group of us in my mind who arrived in New York on the same day. And we obviously didn't, but it's just like, it feels <laughs> I like love we that. did. It feels like there's right. like Very romantic. And every once in a while, I will look to my left and I'll look to my right and I'll see them or I'm like working with them. And I do feel this sense of like camaraderie with this group of people that are all my age. And we all kind of like got off the bus and we lost one, Michael Friedman, you know, when he passed a couple of years ago, he's yes. one of the guys that I feel like, oh, we got off the bus on the same day. Yes. And um, uh, I do feel incredibly grateful. And I, li- I like this image of kind of, arms linked with this group of people that were all just like holding on and still doing it and still trying. And then, and then it's really great to watch, watch them succeed and like open the newspaper and like, there he is, there she is. Oh my yes. God. Right. And then like, then I'll have a turn at that. And or, yes. you know, or someone will we'll all gather because we lost Michael or we'll yeah. all, you know, be at the, the party for that person. Um, yeah. The, the community in New York is, is so special and um, I feel lucky and it's accidental. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know who my like classmates would be, you know, mm-hmm. but here we all right, are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's my dream. We talk about it all the time that eight shows a week. I'm, I'm dying to age into the Geraldine Pageness of myself. I, <laughs> I don't know I how know, else to I say know. it or the Ruth Gordon of myself. I'm just, mm. you know, I'm so ready. And my friends around me are like, okay, you got a couple decades, but <laughs> just relax. Um, but yeah, um, oh. I, uh, I so adore we you. Need this to happen. Uh, yeah. We oh, need it will. Happen. It's happening. Yeah. 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 Um, I adore you so, Todd, and I, you inspire me, and you're truly one of the most talented human beings on this planet, and I know I'm just so excited that I'll be sitting, like, definitely loge. Um, <laughs> maybe not front rows, got throngs of fans, Christian, but I will definitely be loge. I can't wait for you to see it on Broadway. It's it's even, yeah. it's, the show has grown so much, and, and Connor's done these rewrites. And <laughs> yeah, and, and a couple new cast members, so, and I'm, I'm, of course, so ready for you and Mayor to get your deserved everything, uh, and more. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time. And um, it has done me well. So I know it will do our listeners well to see and hear oh, you. I love that. I love that. Thank that you. I like crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for thank joining you us. Thank you so, so much. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, Mindy. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the very talented Todd Almond. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>